Hello, welcome to the Slow Reader, a podcast about books. My name is Steve, and uh, I've got a non-fiction book for you here. I teased it last episode when I talked about uh, another non-fiction autobiography, Epileptic, which was a graphic novel adaptation uh, of the author's uh, life growing up. This one that I have for you today is not an autobiography. It is a collection of essays. Um, I, I will give you a content warning. It does uh, talk about racism. Uh, I don't think I'm going to mention it really briefly. Uh, or I don't know how I'm going to talk about it in this episode. I'm doing this off the top of my head. But uh, I don't think I'm going to dive into that kind of discussion in this episode. But I do want to let you know that the book that I'm discussing uh does have uh, does cover the topic of racism quite heavily, and uh, you'll understand why in a little bit. Uh, but before I get to the book, um, just a reminder that uh, you can find me on Storygraph and Goodreads. You can hear more episodes of The Slow Reader at slowreader.art.blog. I'm on Twitter, or X, whatever it's called, at Stephen underscore G., Blue Sky and Mastodon as well. Uh, you can find me mostly on Mastodon at SR Gower. Um, I think the address is something like mstdn.ca slash at SR Gower, something like that. Um, okay, so the book I have for you today is called Unreconciled, Family Truth and Indigenous Resistance by Jesse Wente. Um, I found this book at uh, at... Indigo or Chapters. I can't remember which version of that store we were in. Uh, my wife and I were going shopping. She was looking for a specific book by another Indigenous author. Um, and so they basically had a section specifically for Indigenous authors. Uh, I think it was a mix of nonfiction stuff and, and some fiction as well. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Somehow this one, I, I don't know how this one stood out to me to pick it off the shelf. But when I read the, the back cover description of it, that's what made me decide, yeah, I think I want to buy this book. I'm going to pick it up and, and read it. Um, so, well, I might as well read you the uh, description then. Jesse Wente re- remembers the exact moment he realized that he was a certain kind of Indian, a stereotypical cartoon Indian. He was playing softball as a child when the opposing team began to war whoop when he was at bat. That and many similar incidents formed Wente's understanding of what it means to be a modern indigenous person in a society still overwhelmingly colonial in its attitudes and institutions. As the child of an American father and an Anishinaabe mother, Wente grew up in Toronto with frequent visits to the reserve where his maternal relations lived. By exploring his family's history, including his grandmother's experience in residential school, inciting his own frequent racial profiling by police who'd stop him on the streets, Wente unpacks the discrepancies between his personal identity and how non-Indigenous people view him. He argues that reconciliation is a flawed concept. Peace between First Nations and the state of Canada can't be recovered through reconciliation because no such relationship ever existed. 
Through the lens of art and pop culture and with disarming humor, Wenty links his love of baseball and movies to such issues as cultural appropriation, indigenous identity, and indigenous narrative sovereignty. Storytelling in in all its forms, he says, is one of indigenous people's best weapons in the fight to reclaim their rightful place. Passionate, incisive, and galvanizing, Unreconciled is part memoir and part manifesto, an eye-opening look at modern indigenous life and a clarion call to address the gulf between indigenous and non-indigenous Canadians. Whew. So yeah. Um, now, I, as I'm reading that over again, I remember now why I also picked up the book. Um, I thought that it was going to be a little bit about baseball, and I thought that maybe it might be something, if I read it and enjoyed it, that I could pass along to my brother, uh, who is uh, who li- he likes to read baseball books. Um, but that's not the case. Uh, there's really the, the, the mention of baseball is limited to that inciting incident that, that's uh, mentioned at the top when, uh, the, the, uh, opposing team were, uh, when they began to war whoop when he was up to bat, that's pretty much the extent of the baseball content in this book. And, and that's okay because another one of my, passionate topics is uh, movies and TV and pop culture. And that's really interwoven in the book because Jesse Wente, if you're not familiar with him, um, he's basically he's a, a media critic and he worked for the CBC for a long time. Um, let's see, according to the book right now, uh, or according to the book when it was published, sorry, and, I, and I'm just looking through this here, it was published in 2021. Um, so he, uh, he was named the first executive director of the indigenous screen office. And that was in 2018. And, uh, he was also appointed chair of the Canada council for the arts in 2020. The only first nations person to ever hold the position. So, um, yeah, he's, uh, he's very much into the arts and culture and movie scene. Um, he, uh, he talks a lot in the book about, uh, about some of the some of the things the challenges that he's faced as an indigenous person like um dealing with being feeling like he was put onto the Toronto International Film Festival uh I forget his position there but being hired basically as a token representation uh or I think he wrote it as token indian uh so so yeah, there's there's a lot of heavy stuff in the, in the book, and as I mentioned, this really deals a lot with racism, and uh, and and you should know that going in. Um, I'll, I'll give you my I'll read my review that I wrote about this in a, in a second, but I guess I, I wanted to mention that uh, I, to make sure to clarify if it wasn't already clear, I am not an indigenous person. I am married to an indigenous person though, and and I spend a lot of time around on uh, on her home reserve. And I don't pretend to completely understand everything that an Indigenous person goes through. Although, being so steeped into the culture as I am, um, I, I do see a lot of what's, what's going on and what affects them. So I, I do have some, I would say, probably a little bit better understanding than most non-Indigenous people do. But I like to read these books... Uh, to help get a different perspective um, than 
what I'm seeing for myself and reading it from the lens of an indigenous person. Um, I, I, I still find that incredibly helpful for me and helps me to better understand what, uh, what my wife and other indigenous people are going through. And I totally, um, on the back of this book, he mentions that, uh, says, um, reconciliation is a flawed concept. Totally understand. And I, I actually agree um, because a lot of the stuff that's going on right now in the name of reconciliation, I've talked about this with my wife and a lot of the stuff doesn't really feel like it's moving anything forward. And a lot of politicians and governments, they, and companies, corporations, they say that they're doing things in the name of, in the spirit of reconciliation. And it, and a lot of it kind of feels like they're just checking a box. So I, I'm, I, this really, I think that's really one of the reasons, the other reasons that I picked up this book and read it, um, because I, I, I do share that viewpoint that, uh, the, the spirit of reconciliation that is promoted by the Canadian government and other corporations is definitely, uh, it starts in the right place, but doesn't quite make it all the way, if that makes sense. Um, I think uh, what I've talked to my wife about is, and and we kind of both are on the same page, that the process of reconciliation has been started, but there's a lot that still needs to be done to really mend relationships. I'm not sure I, I agree so much about the no such relationship ever existed, that part, because um, to me, that kind of says that Wenty thinks that reconciliation is impossible. Um, but I, I think that, I think that there's a lot of things that could be done better in the, in the spirit of reconciliation. And that, um, I don't, I think there needs to be just more, more done. I don't know how to, how else to put it really, but it's, it's just, cause as I say that like a lot of the stuff that's being done, that people are saying uh, this is, you know, our our efforts to promote reconciliation. It's all kind of just checking a box so that they look like they're doing something. And I I, I see that a lot in when it comes to uh, um, land acknowledgments, for example. Uh, the company I work for they've started to do land uh, acknowledgments in uh, in front of staff meetings, like for, when we're doing like. Uh, countrywide uh, stuff, and I, I've heard land acknowledgments in person from uh, from in- indigenous people, and they're very simple things. But these land acknowledgments that are being done in these meetings, they're everybody's reading off the same text, and I don't think that they're really understanding the the point of the land acknowledgement or understanding the meaning behind it, but. That's just my interpretation, and I've gone way further into that than I meant to. So here's here's my review. Um, I gave this five stars, by the way, and that's that's probably no surprise there. Um, this is staying on my bookshelf. I will probably read it again. Um, so yeah, here is my review verbatim from uh, Storygraph. This was an amazing book. I breezed through it because I wanted to keep going. It's definitely challenging, especially if you're not familiar with Indigenous-Canada relations. I didn't know much about Jesse Wente before starting this book, but I got a good sense of who he is by reading this collection of essays. 
I hope that he has more work out there, but I haven't checked into it yet. One particular section in his last essay stood out to me. Two generations. All the effort Canada put into forcing my family's estrangement from our land, divorcing us from our community, all that money and violence, and all it got them was two generations. My mother and me. That's it. All the work to drive my grandmother away, to brutalize her into a life in the city, and yet her great-granddaughter wants to move back to the res. What a waste. What a colossal waste of time, money, effort, and lives. Um, so the essays are at times entertainment, entertaining and at times tragic. It is a highly recommended read. And yeah, just to touch on that, uh, that quote again um, as I'm recording this, um, yeah, I see it all the time. The, the youth in my wife's community are totally, I can see it reclaiming uh, traditions um you know there's uh, she my wife just told me about uh, a couple weeks ago uh some youth who are in uh immersion for the uh for i I guess it would be the uh, anishinaabe language or ojibwe i can't remember but they're in immersion and they and they did the did a blessing completely in the language and like they're like totally steeped in the traditions and the language. And it's something that, um, you know, is, has been missing for, for like two generations. Um, cause the Canadian government wanted to, um, to, um, assimilate indigenous people into Canadian culture. So things like the language are not, were not taught for the longest time. Like my wife doesn't speak the language except for a few words that she just knows what they mean. Um, I mean, her, her dad, my father-in-law, he speaks the language and we understand a little bit, but even he, even he doesn't like speak in the language. He just speaks words sometimes in the language. Like he doesn't converse in, in, uh, in their, their native language. Uh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to say native language, but um, and that's an unfortunate turn of phrase, but, um, but yeah, so it's, it's really, it, it is really heartening to see younger people, uh, um, reclaiming traditions and, uh, and seeing the enthusiasm in doing that. So, um, so yeah, uh, I, I highly recommend you go see, uh, look for this book called Unreconciled. It's by Jesse Wente. Uh, that's W E N T E. Um, I like I said I really enjoyed it. I would probably lend it out but expect to get it back on my bookshelf as opposed to some other books where I would say here go ahead read it I don't need it back. Um I I would probably lend this one out specifically and say like sure to get it back to me when you're done with it. Um so yeah that very good read, very challenging read um like to challenge your your um your perceptions, your biases everything i i'm losing my my vocabulary here because i'm trying to describe it and i'm i'm failing to do it justice but uh but yeah i i really enjoyed this one and i think you should read it i'm just going to leave it there because there's nothing more that i feel that i can say about it thanks for listening <laughs>